Cool. Welcome. You're um, it's three of us today. It's not just me and my ones. We're, we're back. The PTTW podcast. Um, yeah, with me, Kieran. Here with Jesse. We've got special guests. We've got Nas in the house as well. What's going on, Nas? It's good. It's good. It's good, man. It's Jesse, good, man. What, what, what are you saying? I'm Still good, smiling. Man. Oh, bless um, you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm disappointed with the turn of events. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm all good, man. I'm all good. Let's 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 get right into it. Um, we're, we're gonna come to that later, but um, we're gonna start with Liverpool Arsenal. I'm gonna ask you, Nas, what what is what's what's going on? What's what's what happened? You know what? I I don't. To be fair, yeah, I expected that result. It's. It's a st- like we've we've been on a good one, yeah. We've won, we've been unbeaten in eight, but the caliber of teams that we played is teams that we should have beat. Bar the Crystal Palace game where we got battered and we we have to settle for the draw. Like now you can see the different level in it. Like we've stepped up, we've meet, we've met a team that is levels above us, and so the result was going to come with that. Like we didn't really create too much, we didn't really have a lot of chances, and they. Vegas. You know who was it? It was mad because it was after the altercation. After he got the crowd up, which didn't really help him. And then, and then obviously, like the mistake and stuff. But it, it, it's one of those results where you take it because you're like, you know what? The better team won on the day. And the, the levels above us, we just didn't have enough for taking them full apart. I can I can I can agree with you more. I think it's one, it's one of them things, isn't it? It's like listen, everybody's getting slapped up by Liverpool. Friends yeah. getting bare assists against everyone, isn't it? So okay, like, well, that was, yeah, that was the only thing I was, I was hoping that they'll play more to the trend side and like exposing like Atletico did um, in the Champions League. But when you don't have the ball, you can't you can't really do anything with it. And we were struggling to keep the ball, and when we did have the ball, we just got pressured. Like. Mm. The way he set up that midfield is like two man and one guy every time. So, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, the result wasn't great because it looks bad at like 4 0, but overall in the game, the better team won the game. But I'm not, I'm not too mad because it's, it's Liverpool, it? like, I wasn't expecting it. It would have it been nice if we just showed like that way we're competing, but I'm not too mad at anything like that. What Newcastle next? Then, so, yeah. yeah, so Robert, welcome yes. to the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, just was... smiling. I'm just smiling because I know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what was your thoughts on the game? You know what? Before the game, I was a little bit worried. I think more because of the media and everything, and that's what the media can do can make you just worry about it a bit. Obviously, Liverpool haven't really been playing very well. But I, I, with teams that actually set up to want to play against us, that that's when we'll destroy. And it, yeah, that, that's the thing. When teams actually want to go toe to toe, toe to toe with us, we'll, we'll we'll deal with them. And Arsenal kind of done that. It was a bit cagey at first, but obviously that incident with um, the managers, and then yeah. it was just kind of business as usual. Yeah, just got the atmosphere off. Yeah. You could definitely see the change in the, the tempo after that. Mm. 
But funnily enough, before the game, I was a bit worried, but I'm, I'm happy with the result. And we've been having these results for a few years. I think my, my, my biggest worry with situations like that, obviously, Arsenal are a little bit of a rival, not so much of late. But when it comes to... You've, you've been winning those games so often, like sooner or later, surely they're going to have to find a way to stop us. At the moment, it's not stop, stopping us with Arsenal. And long may it continue, to be fair. Should be sure he was at Anfield. I think it'll be a different game at home. Maybe, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, 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 if you guys, because you know what, I was, I was just smiling honestly. Four 0 Obviously, I know a lot of Arsenal fans, and yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I get it. like the second half would just, just take us away from it. But I think like the first thirty minutes, like you said, it was cagey. You were just sitting, you defending well, just sitting and just waiting for you guys to attack. But. Mm. I think that us being at home is going to be different because then you're going to have to come to us. So, like, I think in this game, once we try to attack, like we said, it's got to be a compartment. I feel like the game plan at Emirates wouldn't be too different for you guys. Obviously, we'll see how the season's going at that time. I think just because we'll be more on the front foot because we'll be the home team, so I think we'll have a little bit more possession than we did at Anfield. That, that's the only way I can say it. But I wouldn't say that we would, like, wouldn't say that, yeah, we're going to beat you for sure, just saying that. Like, I think because you had the atmosphere, you had the home ground and the mm. team, that, that, that's going to be the switch. So it would be interesting to see the away game in that. I think the only thing I, I kind of noticed as well, though, was a bit silly, was like, trying to play out from the back against Liverpool's press is a bit naive. And you saw that like, spells where Tommy is losing the ball, it's getting pressed, loses it. And it happened to a couple of other players and yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was naive. It's just that's the way he wants to play, and so if that's the way you're going to play, and that's your philosophy, you're going to do that at every team. And like you can't then, because the thing is, if you start doing that, where you switch, oh, I'm not going to play at the back for this game, I'm not going to play at the back for that game, then the team doesn't really know what he's doing. But if you just stick to, we're going to play at the back, and we're going to keep doing it, and obviously we're just going to get obviously confident and better at it rather than just changing it, then that's going to work for you for majority of the teams. Yeah, it might not work yeah, but the Liverpools and the Cities. and then don't have to... No, not even for a... Not for the whole game, but like in stages where you know they're on top of you, you just got to clear your lines, man. And I think that's just common sense for you to do when you're playing teams like that. It's not necessarily changing your style. It's like no, 10 minutes in a no, game, 15 minutes. Yeah, but if you clear, this is the thing, if you clear the ball and you're clearing your line, the ball just coming back to you. You see what I mean? You're just inviting more pressure. So, yeah. like, the best you can do is try to get out of it and try to keep a bit of possession. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work on the day, but I think that's what it is, isn't it? He's, he wants to play this way, and the more you play this way, the more confident you get in that style and in that team. And hopefully, lesser teams, you can come out of that pressure, you can come out of that with your positive. Can I jump in and ask, what is Arsenal style? I don't think there's like, there's not so. The way he's trying to play is that he plays from the back. He plays to the to the right back or to the left back and then goes through the midfield and then tries to find a Bamiyan. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. But I think what you're going to get with like, what we have now, which we didn't have, I think like, Last season, when he was struggling a bit, is we got ball carriers. So there is people that you mm. can get to, like like ESR and Saka, and those people can keep the ball 
and actually run with the ball and actually be their man and create space for where where you have a lesser team where you can counter-attack. So there's lesser mm-hmm. teams where we've played 4-4-2 and we've gone two up top because we can actually have people carry the ball and attack through the middle. So I think it's, it's hard to define it, but I can see that he's trying to do something with the players that he has and trying to build it around the players that he has for certain teams. I think if he was going to say like against the Liverpool, and that, I don't think he really has a game plan other than let's keep the ball, let's keep possession, and work our way from front to back. Mm, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think I think I spot on as well because this this is what I was saying. Remember when uh, Arteta got appointed and they won the FA Cup, and I was like, his game plan is straight to Aubameyang. Which I wasn't necessarily wrong, but I think with the emergence, like like um, Nas was saying, of Smith Rowe, Saka, um, I think it allows him to play a bit better from the back because it goes wide and it goes forward. As before, it was just kind of going to the, the fullbacks, but it was just basically it's a crossfield ball to Abamyang, it was down the side to Abamyang, so um, it makes it a bit unpredictable. I think I thought. Um, Ben White didn't have his best game, but he I think he helps with that. Ramsdale's obviously his, his distribution we talked about yeah. before. I think that helps with that because if they don't go to the fullbacks. And I agree. I think personally, if you've got a style of play, you've got to play like that against everyone. Because when it doesn't work against Liverpool, but you still want to continue that, you can see where the flaws are. And the next time you play them, if you've got better players or other other players that are fit, you might find a way to make it work. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't really mind that. And listen, Liverpool went to uh, OT and got and got a five-year, five-star victory. So, listen, is what it is, isn't it? Like, you're getting beat four. It's, it's so minor. Liverpool, one of the best teams in the world at the moment. Yeah, it's just like I think we'll say it. Isn't it? It's a, this is expected result against Arsenal. Away. It's just annoying because it used to be the other way around. We don't do it. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> a, a while ago. I was thinking about this the other day, yeah, when people talk about Arsenal. It's a long time ago now, you know. It, it is, it is, but you, you know, you know how a long time ago it is. Like it's, it's over in the thing I'll say is, what's what in, in terms of obviously factoring the result in? What what do you actually think Arsenal can do this season? Um, the way the table looks right now, top four is not that not a bad shout. If you take in like the teams that are in and around us. So, and do you think that's? Do you, you believe that's realistic? Yeah. Think okay. if you think about it, like right now at the table, you're looking at your the, the top three are the top three, right? And there's a fourth spot that nobody's really put in the stamp on. So currently West Ham are there, then there's us, then there's you, and that's really where the fight is, isn't it? Like, so as long as he's able to get these results against the teams that he should get the results against, which he was he was doing up until this point, then I see no reason why he couldn't finish. If we stay around fifth for the season, there's no way why we couldn't grab the full spot. Like, I would say that's probably like even ahead of his own objective for the season, which was to get back just into Europe. So it's probably a high achievement for him if he did do that. But just saying, currently looking at the table, being a bit optimistic, considering where the rest of the people are, it's not a bad shot. Fair enough. I've got um I've got a quick question about Liverpool. So obviously Trent Trent's been in good form. Um the front 
three, slock on fire, whatever, whatever front three it is. And I was mm. wondering, this is probably a um, question for you, Richard. What who do you think oh. Liverpool's sorry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's live as well. So I got but anyway, who's, who's been who, who's been who's been Liverpool's best player this season so far? Well, uh, it is Salah, so I mean there's not really much more I can say because Salah is probably at the moment the player of the season in the league. So like taking Salah aside, because yeah, taking Salah out of it, then I have to think about it. Um, I've liked obviously Trent as well. Trent's been pretty good. Matip's been really good, mm-hmm. and I think Matip's always been pretty good. When he's next to Van Dijk, he's very very good. And I know he didn't play in the Man United game, but. Outside of the the usuals and what you expect, Trent, Salah, I would say Matip's been quality, and he's been making he's been as good as Van Dijk. So yeah, I think that's our best player, which isn't the one that come to mind because really and truly Salah is the best player in the league at this present moment in time. I'm not really going over the top when I say it. Not so I'm not going to say he's the best in the world or anything, possibly, but yeah. I'll go with Matip for a bit of a surprise package. Who, who is, um, who's better than Salah at the moment, though, in world football right now? You know what it is? If you look at it correctly, like, I'm saying Messi and Ronaldo, they're not the best players in the world. They get told they're the best players in the world, but they're not the best players in the world. The only people where you can look at him is Lewandowski. It's only Lewandowski. Yeah. Possibly in back if you think it is. Yeah. I think it's Salah at the moment. Um, no, because if you're talking numbers, Lewandowski is doing the same numbers. He's doing doing the same assists. Like, yeah, but I think it's it's just performances as well. It's mm. home and away. It's in Europe. It's in the league. It's everywhere. And no, I think it's no, no, no. I I rate, I rate Lewandowski as well, but I just think I think at the moment it's Salah as well. To be honest, you know the funny thing with Salah. Obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan. I watch Liverpool every game, and Salah. First season, you couldn't say anything. The second, third, good seasons, but and, and he's always had a good season at Liverpool, but a bit greedy, like wanted to do too much. This season, he's been so complete, playing off that wing. And the thing is, he has been playing off the wing. He hasn't been playing up front like he has in other seasons. He's been playing as a complete player, like actually doing good stuff with the ball. He's been he's been quality, man. So I would give him the best player in the world, and deservingly, not just on the goals. The actual performances as well. You you can't get a hat trick at Old Trafford. Sorry, I had to jump that in, but can't get a hat trick at Old Trafford and not be you know Rangers maybe. <laughs> and he, to be fair, he's even tracking back now as well. He's even he's doing he's even added that to his game as well, which was something yeah. that he wasn't really like doing. Whether that was tactical or not, but he wasn't doing it before, and he is now. Mm. I think he's just confidence. Just yeah, you just do everything in it, like because he just. It doesn't feel like you're running back. It's feels like you're just getting them. Yeah, it just comes with those plays. You get that a couple of times. You're like, oh, wow, he's running back. Like, mm. He's enjoying uh, I, I agree. I feel like watching him now is what it was similar for fans in like 07, 08, 09, watching Ronaldo at United. So obviously I'll watch Ronaldo as a, as a fan. Whereas when I watch Salah, I'm just, I'm just wild because it's just, like, it's, I can't think of a, an issue with his game at the moment, like he's just that peak. 
Like mm. you're talking about, he's tracking back, he's scoring goals, he's getting like you see him on the assists. Yeah, he, he's not not doing. I mean, people defenders don't know how to tackle him because he's gonna go left or right. He's still gonna stick it in in the top corner. So, yeah, I, I can't think of anybody in current form on ability at the moment that is that is better than him playing at the level that he's at week in week out. Not even week in week out, every three days. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, but. Just quickly before we move on with Liverpool, Robert, yeah? Mm. How, how do you think you're going to navigate January? With African nations? Yeah. Which might not happen. Well, well, it's all up in the air, but I, I think I calculated that they'll miss two Premier League games. I feel like there is a two-week break this year in the Premier League. They've got a winter break, haven't they? No, it's the FA Cup, isn't it? Oh, FA Cup's played, but for Premier League, it's two weeks. It's oh, I think, yeah, I think they miss only two Premier League games. So depending on um on injuries and stuff, we should we should be all right. If it's only going to be two Premier League games, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robert, we're gonna we're gonna move on to um Villa, Stevie G's first game. I'm gonna throw this one at you, Jesse. I know you're a big Stephen G fan. I think he's better than Scholes. No, I'm joking. No, um, no. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how much of the game you caught, but obviously he's off to a win. What do you think about his start and his? I don't even think we talked about his appointment really. So what do you? What do you think about yeah his start on the weekend? Yeah, uh, it's a good result, man. Good win. That's what. That's what you need in the first game. I don't think anything else matters, regard other than the result when you come in. I think it's a. I was shocked they took the job. To be honest. Um, I thought he was just going to stay stay at Rangers until the obvious job come up, and um, I felt like he had still had more to do there as well. I know he's won the league, and obviously done it in like such a conclusive manner. But to go and retain it would have been another you know tick box, or to win other trophies as well. A good run in Europe or another run in Europe would have been another tick box. So I thought, in that sense, I, I thought he was going to stay, or maybe should have stayed for another season at least, but. He's taken a big risk. Well, not even really a big risk because I don't think he has to do that much at Villa to still be worthy of, of a bigger Premier League job anyway. So as long as, you know, pretty much he adds in a style of play there, they're comfortably a top half side, maybe a cup run, then I think you could consider that a good job there. If that all happens. But yeah, I think it's a big risk from him. But yeah, we'll have to see if he if he's up for it. So everybody else's thoughts on that. I think that with, with Scotland, when managers go there, it's because it's still an easy job to get. And they're always looking to come back to the Premier League. So for him to come, he was just waiting for his first offer in the Premier League. I don't think he wanted to do it the way Lampard did it, where he's got like a championship team and then they have to do it that way. I think like the first chance he was get to the he was going to come, no matter who it was. And I think, yeah, he has an eye for Liverpool, um, for Liverpool but I think him having seen how it worked out for Frank at first, he, he's trying to do it the opposite way, like get some experiences in before he goes for that one, if he ever gets a chance to work there. Um, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Gerard, obviously. He's um. <laughs> Saved me through many things, but when it comes to like really like elite players becoming managers, I'm always skeptical. And um, 
I'm a bit like Jesse. Like I, I would have liked him to stay at Rangers for another season. Um, I would have liked him to. I, I mean, this is a risk. I like I, I disagree with Jesse on the fact. I think this is a massive risk. Villa have got a lot of good players, so really and truly, Villa should be getting top ten this year. Like, they're a top eight side, really, with the players they've gone and signed. Like a couple more signings for next season. Like I was kind of bantering Arsenal fans when they were trying to sign. Um, Smith Rowe. <laughs> they just signed Brendia. Obviously, we knew they were going to lose Grealish. Like they signed Bailey. They got Mings there. They they got some good players there. But if they, if they keep everyone fit, I think like they, the expectations should be quite high there. So really and truly, Gerald has got a bit of a job on there. Like as long as he keeps it clean, then he'll be all right. But I think it's a risky job for him to take because and. Yeah, I, I would just say that Rangers. Yeah, I'm no, saying that's that's what I said. I said it's a big risk. Mm. Well, what's the risk? What's the risk? Well, if he, he fell there, <laughs> like, he shouldn't he shouldn't get relegated there. Like we just said, like with the players they've got there, like and we've seen the way he he's quite an attacking forward. So like even just the way he was at Rangers, just seeing the players that he had there, and like does I can't because all he has to do is finish top ten. It's not like they're expecting him to get into Europe. Then I would say it's probably a bigger risk. But saying that, there's a lot of there's a lot of good teams this year. Like top this ten is just exactly gonna, easy. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Top ten is not going to be a walk in the park. With it's not going to be a walk in the park. But like that's what he's aiming for. And like he could in his first season, he's even half a season, so he could probably even finish outside of the top ten. As long as he's not in a relegation zone, then he's pretty much good for the first season. So I'm not. I'm not yeah, seeing yeah. this. When it comes to Gerard, obviously with Rangers, I can't suggest that I watch the most Scottish football, and I do. Rangers are the Scottish team I like the most, so him being there was good for me. But like for me to tell you what Gerard's like complete style is, like I know he likes to play a bit of attacking football, but like let's see what the style is of Aston Villa because yeah, they've I got an attacking it, team. I think this year, I think this is why I'm, I'm, I, that's why I'm happy he's coming because I want to see him, like you said, like I want to see him in the Premier League with the team to actually figure out. What is Gerard's way of playing, and in, mm. against the rest of the Premier Leagues to see him go up against the managers, mm. the managers, and see how that goes. And one thing I will say about him, I don't know, I haven't, nothing has shown me yet. He's a good manager, but I will say he's got a very good coaching and management team together with him, and I think that's what helps him through. Because when he first got that job. I mean, that's his first job. And he, even though he was with the under-18s at Liverpool, like, Gary McAllister there with him, like, and all the guys he had behind him, like, that is, Don't that you is think solid. Do you think that's the same for all of, like, these um, ex-players that have gone into coaching straight away and got a job? Like, they don't... Yeah, really, but... They don't really Lampard, dead. who did Lampard have? Uh, Lampard, Lampard's one was weak. And it, and it showed, bro. It showed. Yeah, it was at Derby, innit? And then... When he got offered the Chelsea job, like he just didn't, he just kept the same people that he bought from Derby. Like, you know what's funny though? Like I, I always ask people this: What, what did he do at Derby that was so great? He won a couple of games in the League Cup, but they, they didn't get up. They didn't come up. They wilted at the end. I don't know what he did. He just, I tell you, when he, when he was there, he won like a League Cup game against. United, it was United at Old Trafford. Yeah, and yeah. for Championship, he had Harry Wilson and he had Mason Mount. Those were at that time quality players for the Championship. Bro, do you know what I mean? So he had good players there. I personally think he didn't do enough. 
I think the, the the thing with um with Gerald, I think you kind of highlighted. I think as a manager, he knows where his flaws are. So his backroom mm. team is is spot on, and I think with other managers that struggle in the prem, that's what that's where their flaws are. They try and do everything, or they they're not willing to bring people in that could do a better job in that. It's, yeah. it's in any it's in any life of um of work. If you if you no one's an all rounder. It's very rare. Mm. So you bring a specialist in to do that. He's done that well. And what I notice with his teams is in when he plays, uh, when he's playing Rangers in Scotland, he'd set his team up to destroy sides because he knows mm. that they can. They're the, the, the Harlem Globetrotters. When he went in Europe, they were a little bit more cagey, and that to me mm. tells me that he's got the right people, or he's had the right people around him to tell him, "Yo, you might get slapped up if you do that." So this is Europe. Like the pace is different, and I think that's where I think that's. Why with Villa, if he's got the right um, staff behind him, the fact that he's so open will play to his advantage because all you need is a little, if all the teams are roughly the same, that little new manager, like, you know, burst that you get, that, that could be worth another six, seven points. That'll take them into sort of seventh, eighth, maybe, who knows? So I think, I think if it's a bit more separated, it's harder to break in, but it's so, it's so wide open. As long as you get some good form and you just keep that consistency, you're good. Oh yeah, that's good one form. So attacking other Yeah, there's there's some good players at Villa. So we have to see, but again, the managers around him, you know, there's some very good managers like with some mm. of these teams. So we'll see what he's really about. But like I said at the start, I I just thought another season up there would have would have benefited him like hugely. Another another league title, another especially Celtic change their manager. So it might have, I don't know what the tables at the time of when he left, but. I think it would have benefited him. Another, you know, Europa League charge would have helped. You go through more problems. There's more things to figure out. You learn a bit more. But yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes for him now. It wasn't plain sailing for him up there this year. That's it wasn't like it was going before. And obviously, there's no there's fans right, there he, now. There was something to do. Lost like they, were top, they weren't like running away with it, and so it hasn't exactly been like great. And then yeah. Europe, they've been struggling, so... Yeah, Europe, he's been struggling with Europe. But I think when he was at home, I think he only lost one game in the season so far. I know we're only, like, not even halfway there yet, but... He was, yeah, he was doing all right. He didn't, like, it wasn't a case of, like, he would have had to leave. He could have... Yeah, he could have stayed there. But I think... You know, it's funny, though, I think... I think the the difference between Scotland and England is crazy, and obviously, like some of us growing up, Scotland massive, and, massive gap. Yeah, Celtic used to be like maybe good enough to be top six. If they were to come in the Prem right now and and Still Rangers, they, they'll get, they get relegated. relegated. Yeah. That's what I said twice. Back yeah. to back. That's what, but I said that I said that to the guys like before, like when we were talking about this a few months ago. Like mm. if they if they come if they join the league, so they'd have to start in the Championship. Because you've got to look at the players that they sign. They always sign in championship yeah, players. Championship if the players, players leave, yeah. top teams, if they leave their top talent. I was looking at Scott Sinclair. He's playing for so, Preston, I think. No, he's playing oh, for okay. Preston. Oh, Preston, yeah. But, he's but at yeah, he was there like, winning, ripping winning it up. trophies yeah. after trophies. My man's at Preston. So, them man don't really... <laughs> they're not prem quality players. Doesn't translate, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work well. Doesn't. <laughs> and that's why, you see when um, Gerard had Morelos at... Rangers and he kept on getting all these red cards and red cards they, they couldn't get rid of him because first of all he's worth a lot of money second of all he's a baller like he shouldn't have even been in that league yeah. so yeah it shows yeah, I hear that um, I was just going to touch on a relegation battle at the moment because of 
we'll see a few results uh, in and around, obviously, with some of the new managers. So, obviously, Newcastle, Brentford. To be fair, there was a couple of banging games on the weekend. Oh, um, two free frees. That yeah. and the, was in a Burnley Crystal Palace. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. A two two banging games. Nas, as you already started, t- talk to us about Newcastle. Free free free. They're still winless this season. They've got Eddie Howe in. He missed the game. Ivan Tony was back at his old club. Um, yeah, because he's that's, that's the team that gave him his first professional contract, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he was up for that. Um, you know what? Newcastle could have won at the end if it wasn't for um, what's his name? His name, but yeah, he just he's just messed up back to the run. But it was a quality game. It was a quality game, but it was a game that showed you like both team defenses are absolute rubbish. And it was a game of those where like, you, you can see you can see what Figgy's been doing for the last ten days before he got his thing. He's, he's literally been trying to get them to press a lot higher um, and try to push maximum and all the guys a bit up so they have that kind of attack maximum. But the problem that comes with that was there was so much space behind. There was just so much space behind. So. Like, it was good for Nisha to watch, but if that's how Newcastle are going to play, there's going to be more those kind of types of games where it's going to be swinging back and forth, back and forth, and you might not always get the, the better luck and end up with a draw. You might get bad four or five because you're just giving away too many chances. So it'll be interesting to say if that's how they play against us because I would love that. That would just, that would just maybe get us back on the track. But this is uh, it's weird because Eddie Howe's appointment wasn't what I was expecting. Because I was who like, was you, who was you expecting? I don't, I don't, I can't really say I was expecting a certain person, but you know, like when someone says a name to you, you're like, no, not that one, kind of thing. So I can't really say who I wanted, but you could see it's just like know that Newcastle with the new ownership, with the with the people that they're unlimited money, yeah, they're trying to recruit and all that kind of stuff. You wouldn't yeah. think that they would go for a guy who's basically championship level. That's not true, though. It is true, because... He, was, he, stayed, he stayed in the Premier League for like five, six seasons. Yeah, yeah. And the teams kept getting worse and worse until we had to go. Uh, so if you stay, you know what, if you stay yeah. in the league for five, six seasons, so then you're not championship level then. Or the people that were coming up like Norwich are just going back down again. So you're just better than just the people coming up. I think he's a much better manager than that. But um, no, but I, I'll say what I want at the end. But what was you going to say, Robert? I was going to say, Eddie Howe as a manager, appointment for them, or is he, I'm guessing he's been appointed as a coach. Is a it makes sense to me? But I don't, I don't rate Eddie Howe. I don't think Eddie Howe's <laughs> a very good manager at all. I don't rate him. I don't rate him. No, because obviously, like. <laughs> It's just me then, basically. I'm with you as well, Jesse. I, I rate him. Oh, okay. No, but, but why, like, do you why, rate him, why do we why do we rate him? Like we rate him because everyone's always spoken highly of him. He's a young English manager, and this but he, level, but... he's he, okay. But he come from League Two to the Premier. But Bournemouth promotions. have had money. Like Bournemouth have spent money. They spent a lot of money, but they played good football to stay in the league as well. I think they played all right football. No, I do, I do think they played all right football. But then, like as I said. He had money to spend, and every time he kept on spending that money, he couldn't manage those players, and he ended up going back to his old players until those players weren't good enough, and then they got relegated. He he signed Mings for loads of money, didn't play Mings. 
and then played him left back. Look at what Mings is doing now. Aston Villa, he's and he's playing. He's gone to World Cups and and well, not World Cups, but he went to the Euros. And he'll go to the World Cup. You got um, he signed a couple of players off Liverpool, which I mean, I was so happy for him to do. Jordan, but that, see, but this is the thing, yeah. I think he gets hammered. For t- I'm even laughing saying it, but I think he gets. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets hammered too much for those two signings, yeah. But apart from those, he did make some no, other good signings. No, but he never keeps them there or he keeps them happy. Like, like, and this is where I think it's all right for Newcastle. He's going to be hired as a coach. He's not going to be in charge of who they sign. They're going to sign some worldy players. I think he can keep certain players happy for the time being. And like, Howe is not going to be the person that's going to get them top four, like what they're trying to get. But he'll get them to that next stage and then he'll probably go. But don't give him too much. It's like some players in like FIFA and Football Manager. You don't give them too much creative freedom. Don't give them too much creative freedom. Just get them to get them where they need to go and then get rid of them. That's what they're going to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> as I said, bro, if you think about some of the players Eddie Howe has had and then who he used, he ain't that good. But it makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I agree with it though for, for that reason like he's not a top four manager he's maybe not even top six I think he's a top ten manager personally I think he's starting mm. to play as long as you don't allow him to make the signings I think if he's got like a, a director of football a technical director there and he's just coaching I think his style is very good but he's not the end of that Newcastle story I tell you that there right you, go. Now, you know what I mean and but I think yeah, it's one of them I think he had to take the job because obviously he didn't have one, <laughs> number one. <laughs> and also um That's a bad Jesse, you know what kind of no, but, is that? no, but it's just he didn't <laughs> have a job, so, the job. so and it's a it's a it's a big high profile job to take and I think with his style of play and the type of players that are gonna come to Newcastle, so I think they will kick on with him. They'll definitely take them to that next level. And look, there's an outside chance he could he could do something more he could do something more. Go on. What's the next level? They'll be finishing in the top half. Trophy charge, little cup run. I think he can get all that stuff done once they get players in. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna spend the January. I'm not saying it's gonna happen this season. If he's still there next season, I think he could do something like that. Definitely. And like like we've obviously like we spoke about already, made a lot of mistakes with signings at Bournemouth. He ain't gonna be in charge of that here. They're gonna bring in very good players. And he's a very good coach, so he can implement a style of play with the players coming in. I think he can. I think he can do well for the time being. But then, as soon as he gets a couple, you know, couple bad results, once he's already doing well, they'll get rid of him for somebody else. But, but Let I think he can do questions. well. Yeah. You see, um, they wanted um, oh, Arsenal, old Arsenal manager, uh, Emery. He would have been a very good manager for them. Yeah, definitely. 100%. He would have been a better manager for them. And he would have got them further, I think, than, than, um, than how probably can. But that, that's my opinion anyway. And they have to sign players because I think what, what he's got there, how might not be able to keep them up. But I, I said this to me, I said this to Kieran already like, before that like, I would have just went for a top manager straight away. I wouldn't have done the. I like Eddie Howe as a manager, but I would have went like, yeah, down that kind of route. Like a Fonseca, like one of these guys, one of these European mm. guys that will take it where it needs to go straight away. I don't know if that man can deal with that though, them Shelvies and that there. 
Cause yeah, but that's the that's obviously the problem because they'd have to spend in January. They're going to spend money, but, yeah. Because yeah. no, um, you know what it is for a Newcastle fan, yeah. I must. I would say they're the worst team like to, to look at in the league, and that's been about four seasons of this now. They they're yeah. so ugly to horrible watch. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the, the fact it, everyone was happy when Nemo got the money. That I don't think there was anyone that was as a neutral wasn't happy that Newcastle got that money. Just let them have sight, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So James is better. Like, if anything, like you used to watch Newcastle, they just used to attack. You just used to just enjoy watching the game. There yeah. you go. And not these, play. not these five four ones. Everyone's buying the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Can Maximum <laughs> save the day? Can Callum Wilson <laughs> score again? Yeah, like yeah. that's all it was. That's really it was. Watching them, it's just it's one of them two that was going to win them a game, isn't it? It's either Callum Wilson's going to pull someone coming back, or Maximum's going to beat fifty man on the pitch and then set someone up. That was the only way a goal was coming. But that's another thing. You see, anyhow, or whatever manager had got there, I really want to see what Maximum can do now because I he's a top player, and if you've yeah. got him playing in the right, right um, areas, isn't it? yeah, put him in the right areas of the pitch first of all. And second of all, like in the right tactics, I want to see how he he could be an elite player, top six. I don't yeah. know if there's a, if there's even a top six anymore, but that's probably another subject for another day. <laughs> Say that again. I don't think nothing's going to change. Everything's going to stay the same. They're going to look for their star player. When you're looking for Joe Linton to finish off stuff that's a maximum of one one fifty yards, you're not going to. There's not anything to do that. Fuck, isn't it? Fuck. Is, is, is Joe Linton still there? Yeah. He's yeah. 40 mil, bro. Yeah. 40 mil. Jesus. And that's, and that's what it is now. Like, even if you have money, it's how you spend the money. So they're going to go through, I think they're going to go through a couple of years just spending money, just spend money and just spend dollars. Mm. But to be fair, they've this, the players that they've been linked to, um, I think there was a link with Ramsey. Um, I've seen um, Lingard. I think they got linked to. Him, but I know he's been linked to West Ham as well. They haven't been. I haven't seen them linked to any bad players. All no, players that could definitely yeah, improve them. Yeah, but that's because we're in the general free sale, isn't it? Like when when the transfer summer transfer comes, I think that's when you see the agents hard at work trying to get that. Tarkovsky. They've been linked to Tarkovsky as well. That's what that's smart. Though. That's what they need to do. Keep. Well-established Premier League players. I think there's I think, a lot of available players. Yeah, Sorry, I think there's a lot of available players that are actually good players for them. As you said, yeah. Ramsey. I mean, I even heard, saw Hazard, and I reckon they could get him on a loan. Like, because the money's there, bro. You know, you know what I mean? Like, Hazard ain't um, doing anything at Real Madrid. Like, ah, bro. Yeah, I think he, 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 he knows where Newcastle is. He ain't gonna want to go there. Like, he's done well. I think that I think you're going to be shocked at some of the players that end up there in the next two windows, man. I think Coutinho could go there. Like these, these, these are these are actual things that can happen, bro. I'm telling you, because the money's there as well. No, but yeah. this is the thing: you can't just buy players to buy, in it. Like you gotta, you gotta have a system. You're gonna fit those players in. Yeah, but players, it. players will go. Money talks. Um, yeah, money Newcastle talks. has some history. Yeah, the players will go. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, like I can see that. It's just. Where did it all fit in if you buy all of these players? If you're just buying to buy to get these established players, it's not it's not the way in it. It's not the way, but I, I I'll tell you one thing. Whatever player they buy will be better than the ones they got. 
100%. So they can just start putting square, square pegs in round holes because, like, it literally <laughs> worked for that. Yeah. <laughs> It worked for the time being. You could buy a Lewandowski playing left back. It's still gonna. It's still gonna. <laughs> it's, I, the way I, I see I, it right now is that Master League team, the pro yeah, Master League yeah, team back in yeah, the day. Yeah. Just re- change it all. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna move on to obviously another another new manager, Norwich. Um, we've obviously got Dean Smith. They won. Um, since so the actual uh, the second win of the season. It's getting quite tight down there now because you've got Newcastle on six points, Norwich on eight, Burnley on nine, and the Leeds outside the relegation zone just two points ahead on eleven. Are things I wrote Norwich off. I'm still writing them off. I just just don't see them staying off. But um, I'm gonna throw this one at, at you actually, Robert. Um, mm. Was is this change anything? I don't know how you feel about Dean Smith as a as a manager. Is it his kind of environment? Can he can he keep them up like he kept Villa up? Well, I'm thinking about when he kept Villa up, it was like borderline. What was it? Goal difference. But he don't goal the next season. Phantom goal, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, your favourite goal? <laughs> I, got oh, pisses me off, I know it does, I know. Sorry, sorry. Nah, I think, I think they got... Um, I think, I think he's got I think a 10 times better chance than when they kept that other manager they needed a change like they were going down they got their first win let's see how it goes I just don't think Norwich got good enough players like that's simple as they've got good enough players so Norwich should go down another team I think might go down just on the way things are starting to go I, I think Brentford might go down as well at first I thought yeah they were going to be a proper top side but the last few results they, they lost games to um, teams that were down there I'm trying to think who they lost to they should have lost to these teams. They just drew Newcastle, so they've got drop points there. They lost to they, Burnley, maybe. Yeah, they lost to Norwich just before the international window. Also, oh, Norwich have got two Premier League games, two Premier League wins. wins yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, they lost to Norwich as well. You can't lose those games, and I think that will hurt them when it comes to May. But someone's got to go down. Even, I mean, I, I think they got. I say I think they got too much quality. I don't actually think they do. I just think they're too good to go down as a team. Leeds, they're they're, they're worrying me as well. Because when it doesn't go right for Bielsa, it don't go right. He's not going to get sacked. So yeah, but I, I don't know. There's a there's about five six teams that can go down. I'm pretty sure Norwich and probably Brentford will will be two of them, and the other one I'm not sure. I'd have to actually look at the table and start thinking about it, to be fair. Have a look. I still think Norwich are going down. Um, yeah. And mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Dean's... He's, he's, he's a good manager. He's okay in it. He's a, he's a decent manager. Like, like you said, and I know that goal annoys you, but they, you have to factor that in. That was quite fortuitous in the first season. Then they played behind closed doors most of last season, which I think is a big factor for most teams doing well, in my opinion. You also had the Grealish, the Grealish hype. Well, not hype, but the factor that was was massive last season. So taking all that away, and you know what? Looking at that table, you, I don't know who can go down. When you consider, when you consider the players that Norwich have, they're sorry, definitely down. And I would say, I still think Southampton will go down, you know, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. 
Brentford is like literally all the way up to Leicester. They could easily all get dragged in. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think. I think. I still think Norwich will go down. I think Southampton will be with them, and Watford. I, I want to see Watford's next few results as well because I, I thought they were going to go down as well. But um, we have to see what Ranieri can do if he can pull off some more magic. But I definitely think Southampton, Norwich, and yeah, maybe Brentford as well. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I, I must say, obviously, because I know these guys, I don't think they would have listened to the episode. Yeah, I did say, obviously, Brighton would go down, but, <laughs> but I don't think, obviously, that's that was on the, the beginning of last season, right? Wow. No, that, that was, last I, said that, I said that at the start of the season. He's owning it, he's owning it. I'll read that. Say it again. Said you're owning it. I'll read that. Yeah, yeah, you can't pretend it never happened. <laughs> But um yeah, but no definitely yeah saying that though, look at the form guide. Look at the form guide of Brighton right now and the yeah, team. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, same with Aston Villa. You know. Anyone from eighth can get it. That's what I said. That's that's how the Oh Robert, Robert. Anyway, I just anyway, but um But yeah, I do, <laughs> I do think uh, Brentford, Southampton, and Norwich at the moment, yeah. Just man, I had to look at who was eighth, you know. I was thinking, why are you not laughing so much? I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, nah, it's just the minus goal difference. That's what. That's why you got to worry when you take the minus goal difference. Oh, no, don't worry, Naz, you ain't safe there either. But no, no, no. The table, so. <laughs> that's mad that we're on minus four and fifty, man. You know how mad. Until they safe, bro. I'm telling you, all old, old Trafford, ask ask about us. Well, there's only four teams that have plus minus the goal difference. You know that is mad. Oh. That is mad. That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but one thing for me though, one thing, and I know where they are in the table, but I'm definitely, what I know you said it, but I, I believe it that Leeds are too good to go down and um, I don't think it's happening. I, I think they need to spend in January. I do think they need some additions. They might lose, I don't know if they'll lose Rafinha in January, but they need some help. They need some signings. Because even even on the weekend against Spurs, they, they played quite a few, like some of the youngsters coming through. Some of them look good, but... I definitely think they need to. Um, huh? Their main strike is out. Yeah, yeah. They, they they need they need to make some signings. Um, it's funny, you know. Statistic. Not stat- there's a there's a stat of how Bamford was getting his goals and where he was touching the ball, and I feel like he's like vital to the tactic that Bielsa plays. Bielsa was starting him in every game, and Bamford wasn't even playing well sometimes, but just to get up the field and have someone to hold up the ball. They need Bamford back. I don't know what injuries it even got. And same thing with Calvert-Lewin for Everton. Yeah. The reason why they're struggling so much because they ain't got that, that player up front. Yeah, and Bamford's not just even holding up the ball. His, his link-up play mm. and even how good he's in the build-up, they're missing a lot of that. Yeah. But, um, but I think they'll be fun though. Yeah, I think so too. So that's it for today. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, don't even oh. bother. 
on, Jesse. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, so obviously there's another game. <laughs> this weekend. Um, which one? Which one? Yeah, Man United went to. It was away to Watford. Vicarage Road. Say it again? Vicarage Road. Vicarage Road, and it was another <laughs> shit show. <laughs> um, but to be honest, it weren't, weren't really a surprise. I don't think there was, the scoreline was a surprise. Like, I'd have been shocked if they won the game. It's just pretty much the same as we've seen all season, really. Nothing like, different. Like, poor playing out from the back as usual. Same players that have been playing poor, still playing poor. Um, questionable selection again. Just all the same stuff. He just looked a beaten man as well. Yeah. Wrighton was on the wall from a few weeks ago after the Liverpool game. So, for him to just still be in the job now anyway didn't really make sense. I wouldn't say he lost the dressing room because I think that, that gets says too much. I don't think that's the case, but... That's definitely the case. No, I don't think he... I don't. I wouldn't say he lost the dressing room. I think some of the players, like I said when we done the episode about the 5-0 episodes... I think some of them are definitely cheating, but I wouldn't say he's lost the actual dressing room altogether. But yeah, I think it was just it was inevitable, really. I didn't I, there was no way he's going to get to Christmas, um, and I think it was a decision that should happen a few weeks ago, to be honest. But before obviously we're going to talk about Oli, I thought Watford played really well, and um, I could you could see it from even the Arsenal game. What they're trying to do, what Ranu is trying to do, and like play on the counter and get it wide, get it in, like using the players, like using their most effective players, and they're going to get some results this season. They was really unlucky. Some of them decisions in the Arsenal game were a bit like really questionable, but yeah, they played well. But yeah, what's your thoughts on the game, Kieran? <laughs> you throwing at me for <laughs> no? Nah. Do you know what? It's 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 what it's what we would expect, and I think I think Oli's just been shown up by a lot of managers who can coach basically. And I don't I don't think I don't think the players threw him under the bus, but I think he had a lot of players that resented a lot of the stuff he was doing in that dressing room, and you can see all the leaks coming out now. I don't know which ones I believe or not, but. There's people that's disgruntled because he's putting out the same team, the same dead players that ain't performing, you know. So I think that's all I've got to like. We, we, you know, we talk about it every week. Um, we know what the issues are. We'll do, we'll do a whole episode on all the issues that are going to follow from whoever gets appointed anyway, from my perspective. But I'm interested to hear from a um, opposition fan's point of view because I know there's a hell of man that's upset that all he's gone because yeah. <laughs> it was just three points for all. I know, man. I know some people are some people are crying the same tears as Oli, thinking, "Shit, I'm not actually happy to turn up." You got you guys in the week, so I was hoping you'd stay till then. Yeah. Obviously, it's coming at the wrong time for myself personally. So, like, you know, he was just turning around a little bit. You know, want to win after Liverpool game. So, like, in very so harshly, you know. No, do you know what? This is becoming enough. Like even after even after he won against Tottenham, he was only going to take one other loss and we'll be back in the same position. Um, but I think I think what gets lost is like like bad as he was this season when he first comes and he did 
he actually did do all right for you guys. He actually did stabilise it and bring a little bit. It might have been the honeymoon period and all of that. And you know, we, I can't remember when you and I were very gassed because, you know, black excellence and all of that. But he, he did all right for a bit. And I think it was just that there needed to be a cut-off point. And I think that moment was when they offered him the contract. That's when they should have got in. They should have been, thank you, appreciate, got a second, got a final, you lost this, and goodbye. So I think, like, he was always going to get found out. But I think what's helped this, what hasn't helped this season is Ronaldo, really. Because now what you have is a player that's bigger than the coach. And when things don't go well, it's always going to look to the coach. And um, I know you're saying that he didn't lose the dressing room, but when a man like Pierre can come and interview and say he didn't know what to do with the ball, <laughs> but look, do you know what? But, but I, I've said that loads of times on here anyway. I don't rate Oli in it. And um, I think he should have went last season. He should have went once. They didn't win the Europa League final. I think that, that result and that performance was, was an absolute like, mess. But De Gea's been saying stuff like that for a long time. I think De Gea's thrown a couple managers under the bus. But I think we have to talk about that on a, on a different episode. But I think, yeah, yeah he didn't know what he's doing. Like, that's just the truth, isn't it? Like, and he he was good to an like you said, he was good to an extent. Two Champions League finishes, that's that was his ceiling. He achieved that. He done well to achieve that. But when you're talking about trophies, any trophy, FA Cup, Carling, uh, Carabao, Europa League, he's not going to win none of those. And we we've seen how many semi-finals he got to, etc. We knew it was never going to happen. So. And then, but look, he never really gave himself a chance either with his selections this season, not using Van der Beek when he's got several injuries, playing injured players like like he did, like he's done with Maguire, like he's done with McTominay again on the weekend, like he done with Wambasaka last season, Rashford. There's a long list of like players that should real, still really be in the injury room that are getting 90 minutes. So, yeah, he never really helped himself anyway. Yeah, I didn't really get that. Like, but, yeah, Van der Beek was just so much you understand. Like, I was, but it just doesn't make sense why he's going to have someone sitting on the bench, not injured, not anything, for basically a whole half of the season and not use him in any way other than stoppage time. Like, not even like throwing him in when you need a change in that field. Like, the reliance on Fred and McTominay to hold him full down. Yeah. Like, and then having Maguire as your captain and him just making mistakes and yeah there's a whole lot of things went wrong um but sadness sadness that's robert, robert, what, what, robert what's your from the outside yeah don't know if i'm asking but from the outside like <laughs> look, look, looking in at it yeah um <laughs> what was your thoughts on ollie and like yeah the whole situation First of all, I'm distraught, bro. What the hell? This is not what we needed, bro. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't need him to get sacked. It was one thing you said, yeah, and I remember I put this in a few group chats, and I said, if Ronaldo didn't come back, do you think you would have more points in the league? And I said, I think you would have had more points in the league, and Oli would still be in the job. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I agree with you on that point, because the problem is he yeah. The problem with Ronaldo is he has to play. Mm. That was it. Like he had, he had no choice over once he bought him. There's no way he was going to sit 
Ronaldo on the bench. So even he didn't have the tactics anyway. But even yeah, if, was... yeah, I know he didn't have the. But even if Man was like, I want to play this way, this game, he had to include Ronaldo. And I, I think I think I think it's an easy like thing to say. I, I don't the games that we lost. Um, I think the games that we'd have lost anyway, with or without him. I don't. I don't really like. We've lost the city loads of times. We've lost you. Um, he's lost games like Watford, games like the Villa game at home. We've lost all those type of games before anyway. Like, you know, it's funny season. though. When I say Ronaldo, like I feel like people think I'm blaming Ronaldo. I'm not blaming Ronaldo because at the end of the day, you've got Ronaldo, unbelievable finisher, saved you guys many times this season. Exactly, but yeah. The signing of him kind of fucked up with things. Um, Fabrizio Romano was saying that you guys would have signed a defensive midfielder, which would have like sorted out the problems you have in your midfield. And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but, that, but that's all like, that's all I wanted in the summer anyway. I didn't like, and that's what I thought. It's not the only thing we needed, but it was the main thing we needed. Mm. But if someone like him comes along and there's there's a chance to buy him, you you got to make it happen. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think, I think tactically, is what the problem is with the results that we've lost and the way we've lost. I don't think it's just down to who's playing like down the middle, whether it's Ronaldo or not. I don't think that was the issue. I think it's the selections, um, and it's even just. Not even tactically, it's mainly selections as well. When someone's out of form, like, look, I like Maguire in it, as I've said on here with like loads of times, yeah, but he's out of form, he shouldn't be playing. Um, mm. Luke Shaw's out of form, he shouldn't be playing. Fred McTominay are out of form, they shouldn't be playing. And I think this is the problem when you're playing players like that out of form continuously, it starts to get complacent. And I think that's what a lot of the main like issues are in the results we've had this season. I don't think it's just down to or oh, San Ronaldo or Sancho or or the, the other guys. I just think it's playing all these guys out of out of form and playing the wrong players as well. You know, wrong, wrong <coughs> selections, wrong changes during games. You know, you know the annoying thing is, yeah. I like another thing on the Ronaldo thing. It's not Ronaldo as well, but this one is kind of Ronaldo. When when you signed him, I knew Ole wasn't going to last long because Ronaldo needs to win something there. He ain't coming back just for the money and the whatever. You guys were having to win something. And let's say you had two extra points. Oli wouldn't have even been gone at this period of time. I think the, the noise is being crazy. <laughs> Another thing is, at 2-1, 90th minute, if it says 2-1, I believe he's still in the job. I don't know why Ranieri had to go so hard in injury time. So... <laughs> so <laughs> Do you know, so, I don't think I don't think it was the result. It was just the performance. It just yeah, but what, the red card didn't help it. But four, what you can't lose four one at, at Watford, bro. You just can't. You can't. But like people knew even without the scoreline at two one that that game could have been four five. It could have even been six with the penalty miss. Like mm, easily, yeah. like could have been more. So like I don't think it was the result, even though it does look heavy. I think the way they performed, I think he couldn't. The loss, a loss would have just sent it in. Like a lot of the same Like I think it was at that point where just like remember because Man was on his last ropes. He was already mm. he couldn't afford to lose another game, basically. Unless he was a top team. And so and then now if it wasn't this game, it would have been you got Atlanta again in the next game? No, younger Yeah, so it would it would have caught up to him at, at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's it's you're you're right in what you're saying because 
Remember, there was the two penalties as well. They already yeah. saved you two penalties. Do you know what I mean? So, just yeah, you can't you can't set a team up like that. And and it's with no disrespect. I know Jesse was saying Watford played well. They did they did play well, but they didn't. You know, it wasn't. It's not going to be their best performance of the season. Like they want, they didn't play them off the pitch in a way that United were playing well as well. They they were just good. They were good enough. But, but that's that's what that's that's my point as well. Though, like if you look at even the worst results we've had this season. City's the Seattle Trafford, Liverpool's 5 0. Liverpool weren't really out of second gear. Man City wasn't that great in that game either. Mm. Like Villa weren't fantastic to beat us. And this is the same as the teams when they beat us last season. Villa, okay, Villarreal won the, the, the match on penalties, but they weren't that good in that final in the Europa League. And a lot of that same, like quite a few of the results when teams beat us last season. You don't have to be that good to beat us. And I think. That's why I'm not really factoring in, you know, the Ronaldo effect or or anything like that because it's the same stuff with or without him anyway. I think we're, we're losing the same type of games in the same manner. Mm. <clears throat> Last season though, like if if there ever was an effective team, one trick ponies kind of, but if there was an effective team, it was you guys because as I said last year, you were pretty much the same. You're rubbish, but you finished second. <laughs> And you were winning, you were coming back in games. Uh, that wasn't me. <laughs> I, there was, <laughs> was Oli Enity come back. But no, it's, it's, I think, I think, you know what the Ronaldo signing did, yeah, just to pick up on that point. I don't think it necessarily, it didn't make the team worse. It showed up Oli's tactics more. Because I don't think he knew what to do with him, but Ronaldo's not a bad player. So if you're exactly. tactically couldn't know what you're doing, you can um, rub us back, obviously. But you, you you can navigate around that. Do you know what I mean? But he just he just literally just shoved him into a position, and then played like a million players up position to accommodate Ronaldo. And then you got him and Fernandez who are an issue together in that same space. If you don't coach them properly, I should say, not that they're bad players. But... Yeah, they're not. They played together for Portugal, and they seem to be doing alright. So yeah. But yeah, I agree with what you said there. It wasn't, it wasn't Ronaldo. It just showed up all his lack of tactics with Ronaldo being signed because now he had to fit him into a system. But when you don't have a system, what do you do? I'll be interested to see how Steve Bruce does and, or Sam Allardyce or whoever's coming in for the rest of this video. <laughs> the, the thing is, I like Sam Allardyce if you choose him like, say, maximum, you know, just give him a hug and be like, yeah, go on, son. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Adidas has had players that have got flair, like coaches yeah. and that. We're not gonna do this, boys. Listen. He knows about he knows about these guys. Oh, boys, boy. listen, we're not we're not gonna we ain't gonna do this. <laughs> He's available. Um, I never we'll thought yeah, I'd ever be having a conversation with Vader and Sam Allardyce in the same what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's real there's real talk about Steve Bruce though, so Yeah, there is, yeah. unfortunately. But um I think, I think something like that makes sense anyway. For no, the rest I, of said, the I said Mark Hughes last week when, when Jose got um, sacked. I did say bring someone in interim and then get rid of them. And Mark Hughes should have been that guy because he wouldn't have stayed. They would have definitely got rid of him because he would have done okay. Mm. See, I was right all along. I should take Woodward's job. Uh, <laughs> I need to leave anyone. He's, he's delaying his exit. Yeah, he's delaying his exit. Um, yeah. I have to see what happens when we have got to do another do something else on that anyway 
You can do a whole uh, tactics board on um, Allardyce to United, how it would work. The possible team selections. <laughs> Kevin Nolan. <laughs> Kevin Nolan, like, Christopher like Sabah. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Kevin Davis. Hey, bring them back. All, all, all of them dots. They'll sign Antonio, bro. Put him next to Ronaldo. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that, that's all we've got time for today. Obviously, I want to thank our guests, Robert, not Richard, and us coming on today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for obviously your um obviously your views and stuff. Um no and Jesse, look, I know crack open the, the, the gin or the, the beers tonight. Ollie's gone. Remember we did this last time when Jose was gone. Remember, yeah. remember that day? Trust that, me, that, yeah. that, that that great December day. A tears of yeah. I, I think I cracked open the Baileys that day, but um it was a good one. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, everyone, thank you for listening. You can catch us on the usual socials, uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter at the PTTW podcast. We're on YouTube as well. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening.